Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Be Better podcast. This one is similar to a one I did a couple years back where this one's really just for me. Um, I welcome and invite you to listen and enjoy it. Um, But one of the reasons that I started doing this podcast a long time ago was because, well, I, I meet a lot of interesting people out in the world, and I wanted to have a way to record uh, my conversations with people that I find really interesting. Um, and it is, some of it is endurance sports based, but I interviewed my, my middle son, Julian, um, a couple years ago on his birthday. And it was just a real, like a touching moment. And it really kind of locked in a, a point in time. And, and for me, it, it was very special. So, um, it's been a couple of years and I said, you know what, I want to do it again. And this time I brought in my oldest son, Cole, and we sat down for a conversation and this was a piece of that. Now, when I was a kid, my best friend growing up was a, a guy named Nick Jankovic and Nick, some fun facts, Nick's uncle was Weird Al Yankovic, true story. Um, and uh, Nick's parents were school teachers, and when he was young, his parents would record conversations with him on cassette tapes. And I remember as a kid listening back to Nick as a little kid and thinking, wow, that's really cool. There's a moment in time there that has been locked in that he will be able to reflect back on and he'll be able to hear uh, what he sounded like a long time ago, something I don't have and would have been cool to have, but I just don't have. Um, so I said, you know what? I want to do this with my kids and I'm going to do it in a fashion and a form that I have, um, that will stick around because, uh, someday I want my kids to look back and say, you know, what did dad do? Or who are the people that dad worked with? And, and he would be able to sit and listen to conversations that I had with, you know, um, Bobby McGee or, uh, Melissa Stockwell or, you know, uh, anybody else that I, that I've run into and interviewed and had conversations with. That's a big piece of it. The other thing is I really enjoy having conversations. I enjoy the art of just talking with people. I don't think it's something that we do enough anymore. And so the Be Better podcast began as a way for me to record conversations with people and conversations with people that I really care about and I want to listen to and I want to preserve. So this is a conversation that I had um, earlier this week with my now 14-year-old son, Cole uh, Swarthout. Uh, Colden Swarthout is his given name, which is um, something we came up with after we decided Cole, which is spelled C-O-L. And for those of you who don't know, um, when we were looking for a name for Cole, we had just, we be my wife and I, Jill, uh, had just come back from the Tour de France, and we had spent an incredible day on the top of the Col d'Abisque watching then what was billed as Lance Armstrong's last beyond category uh, climb. And I was on the coverage. There was a picture of me running up the hill with the American flag kind of before that was a, became a thing. And uh, I thought this would be a really cool name for a kid. And Cole means mountain pass. Uh, in French, and uh, because Jill did not want Cole to have a, a ghetto name like mayonnaise or something, uh, we decided that we would uh, give it a full name. So that's where Colden came from, C-O-L-D-E-N. 
And to hear people call him Colden is uh, is kind of weird because um, we never, never, ever call him Colden. But you hear it at school, you hear it from some of his friends, and it's just a just an odd thing. Um, but that is uh, that that's his given name. Now we have some nicknames for him. We've called him Colbert for a long time. Not like Stephen Colbert, but uh, a friend of ours has a daughter named Charlotte who is a little bit older than Cole, and they used to call her Charbear. So it kind of came from Charbear came Colbert. Uh, now, since London has been around, London being our youngest daughter, uh, Cole's uh, little sister, he is called Coley. Uh, I don't know where that came from either, <laughs> but uh, um, he goes by a lot of different names. But really, he is the oldest son in our family, um, and he is uh, very special to me, and this is a very special treat. So I hope you all enjoy my conversation with 14-year-old Colden John Swarthout. How are you doing, Cole? Doing good. Yeah? Yeah. So you had your 14th birthday just recently. Yep, on the 20th. Yep. How's, how'd that go for you? Went good. We uh, we played whirly ball, and we played some laser tag, and uh, Becky cheated. He kept throwing the ball with his hand. He did? Yeah. He cheated at Whirly Ball. Yep. How dare he? How dare he? He's too tall. <laughs> <laughs> now, Beckett's your old, now your second oldest cousin. Uh, no, he is my... He's the second oldest Kruger cousin. Second oldest Kruger cousin. Who would your oldest cousin be? I think that's Morgan. Morgan is? Okay. Because um, Morgan's in nursing school. Yes. It's either Morgan or Dylan. Yeah, I think Morgan's older than Dylan. Because it's... It's either Morgan's second or third year at nursing school. Pretty close, yeah. And she's down in Florida. Mm-hmm. So it'd go Morgan, Dylan, Dylan Grayson, Beckett. Beckett. Nope, Hannah. Hannah, Beckett. Me. You, Noah. Noah. No, no, Rowan, Noah. Julian. Julian. And we're kind of, we don't, we... We kind of brushed over the McCrae's, so... But Th- they're that's down between... They're down, they're, they're yeah. between, yeah, they're, they're like down around London. Uh-huh. That's a lot of cousins. That's a lot. It's like that's oh we did you know what we didn't uh, talk about um, Alec oh yeah Finn or McKenna uh, I think Alex between Morgan or Dylan and Grayson I think so too I think yeah, Alex yeah. I, I think so going back to the original thing Morgan's still your oldest cousin mm-hmm. all right fourteen what is what's the biggest thing that has happened to you in the last year between thirteen and fourteen that you you know that 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 kind of changed you. Was there anything that changed you that you thought was like a big kind of changing point? Uh, I feel like it's, if my body can do more, I can, like, I feel like I can be physically, I can be more physically active, but my body can't always hold up to those, like, pressure points. So, like, you want to do more, but you just can't can't do more? Is that it? Yeah. So, like, if I'm playing hockey and I want to hit, I yeah. can hit, but then sometimes it's not always as hard as I want it to be. Is that part of just growing up, do you think? Mm-hmm. It's a part of growing up and then keeping your body physically active, like during the summer, doing other sports. What other sports do you like during to, to do during the summer? I like jet skiing. That has a lot of mental and physical strain on your body, so okay. it like, helps work, helps like fit, keep you physically fit. Okay, so jet skiing. What mm-hmm. else? Uh, wakeboarding is pretty fun. And then just being active during the summer. Is soccer up there for you? It is, but it's kind of getting hard when I was I joined in at a later point than a lot of other kids like Theo. Yeah, because it's a, it 
But it's still fun, though, right? It's fun, but I am not at the top of the ladder, so I don't, I can't, I'm below my age level, so. Which is hard sometimes. Yeah. It's kind of like when I play hockey, I play with guys that are a lot better than me, and it's difficult for me. And they're a lot younger. Yes, that is true. They're a lot younger. Um, now, wakeboarding, you had a, last year was kind of a big breakthrough because you did a, you did your first 360 last year. Yep. And um, how, so tell me about how, tell me how that went. Tell me what that was like practicing. Uh, well, I, I maybe tried it twice before I got it. So I got it pretty quick. Yeah, it's a pretty easy move, but. It took you most of the summer to get it though. Well, because I had to work on other things before I could get there. What but other things did you have to work on? Getting up on the board. That's one, yeah. Staying on the board. Yep. And being strong enough to hold the rope while still going. And so by doing a 360, what are some of the things that are going through your head when you're doing that? Are you kind of thinking about transferring your weight, moving your hands? What are the what are the things you're thinking about? Facing this foot position, keeping your toes and heels on the board, not like not like all up while you're standing there. I know they're strapped to your feet, yeah. but you have a lot of wiggle room while you're in there. Okay. So you could almost put a clinic on. Mm, no. No. When you So did you do some research on this? I did not. It just, just comes naturally when you're doing it and when you feel it. You just kind of just go for it? You just go for it. Did, it. did the amount of times that you fell ever become daunting for you? Did you ever just want to give up? Uh, no, because... Uh, Drew, me, and Julian kept recording him, so it felt fun when you fell. Yeah. Like, if you if you fall, you got to make it look better than you actually did. So make it look dramatic? Make it look dramatic because you're recording. Did you guys ever make your fail tape? We did. I actually posted it. I still have it. You have a fail reel of all the fails. <laughs> Not t- all of them. It was like maybe 10 from like one day. Some of the real good ones. Some of the real good ones. All right. We'll have to go look that up. Julian belly flops We'll have to go times. look that up. <laughs> um... Now, you've become a big Star Wars fan. Yep. And we kind of, we, we went through The Mandalorian, which is pretty cool. I thought that was a lot of fun watching, right? Yeah, it's their cap. No, never mind. Yeah. And um, and we, Boba Fett, what was your what was your take on the Boba Fett series? Uh, it felt like The Mandalorian season three. Did it? Mm-hmm. The first, or like the last three episodes. Now, for me, Boba Fett had a lot of like, like emotional mm-hmm. buy-in. Like I, I, Boba Fett was always like one of those very cool, reclusive characters that we didn't know a lot about. So for me, it was really neat to kind of see behind the helmet. Was that as much for you because of your age and because of where you kind of came into the trilogy? I never got to experience a lot of the earlier movies. I watched A New Hope maybe once on the drive up to our cabin with the Krugers in their minivan. Okay. And then I didn't even watch it. I got to like the Jawas, like when they bought R2-D2. Yeah. And then we... We, like, I fell asleep. Okay. So we, we never actually finished it. But then uh, the first movie I saw was Ray. Mm-hmm. So, because I wasn't ever old enough to watch the uh, the, tre- uh, the prequels or the main trilogy or main line. So, like, Empire and Return of the those. Jedi. And Disney Plus wasn't out, so you'd have to, like, find them on other sites. Yeah, you had to watch them on DVD in the yeah. Kruger's minivan. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, they were always in there. Yeah. Um, yeah like and now, too. now we have the Obi- now we have the Obi Wan Kenobi um, series mm-hmm. coming out this on Friday this week. Yep. Are you excited? I'm gonna watch it with you in the morning. I know we yeah. we've we've been pretty good about watching these, like especially these Disney Plus series together, Except haven't we? You you keep watching them too early. 
I don't watch them early. The Mandalorian, you watch like half of them before I'd get home from school. That's that's okay. But we watched them when you got home from the school too. Yeah. A lot of it was because I wanted to know, right? Yeah. I wanted to see what it was about and I wanted to get to that point. Um, but it's are you, I'm excited for it. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm really excited. Darth Vader's coming back? Yep. That'll be... Well, it'll be more the interaction between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan. And there's a new like actual... Well, Darth Vader is the main antagonist. Nope. And what really sucks is that Obi-Wan has to use a gun. That's the worst part. How do you know that? Did you not watch the trailer? Did Obi-Wan use a gun in the he trailer? He used a gun in the trailer. Oh, wow. He hates so guns. So uncivilized. So uncivilized. I know. It's next. That's yeah. the next thing. Well, it should be pretty cool because it's going to... It's it's it kind of is in between movies times. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how the um, Rogue One movie was yep. uh, right before A New Hope. Yeah. Because remember it ended yeah. with them stealing the Death Star plans. And this is right so this is between Rogue One and uh what's the what's the third one? It's like Empire. No. I can't remember. This is between Rogue One and and the, and, and, and a new hope. No, no. It's or, Oh, between a Rogue One and probably Solo. Or No, because no, Solo's Or Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, I, I was trying to say it's Revenge of the Sith and it's Rogue One. And Rogue, Rogue One. Rogue One was between, it had to be between A New Hope and Rogue. No, it couldn't have been between New Hope and Rogue One. I think it's going to go this way. It's going to go Revenge of the Sith, the Obi-Wan series. Solo. So, uh, uh, no, it might be Solo, Rogue One, and then New Hope. Mm-hmm. And then you said the Mandalorian was going to be between Empire Strikes Back. Somewhere in there. They haven't really defined where exactly that is. No. Because, no, it's it's actually, it was between, it was after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, because, because Boba. Uh, because of Boba Fett and also because um, he climbs out of the Sarlacc pit yep. and that happens in Jedi. Yep, and he spends a decent time trying to get, trying to get his stuff back. Yeah, it's kind of right there. So he, I'd say he gets out of the pit mid-season one. Yeah. Because not a lot of time passed between season one and season he's two. He's only in the pit for like a day or two. Yep. And then he's got to spend maybe a month trying to get his suit back. And by the time that he finds the pew-pew gun guy in the... Pew-pew gun guy. The sheriff in the yeah. in the weird town. Yep. Um, Mando already has his armor, so... Yeah, so that's a... It's it's kind of tricky keeping up with the timeline. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to keep some continuity there. Yeah, they're trying to, they're trying to give you a sense of what to pivot off of. So. Yeah. Um, speaking of pivoting, so you're going to be going into high school next year. Yep. Are you excited? Nervous? Uh, I am. I'm not going to be with a lot of my friends, but it'll be How does that experience. feel for you? Is that okay? I wanted to be with Nathan because I just kind of wanted to see how he acts in school because I've never... I see him... Outside of school? I see him outside of school. I see him not a lot inside because I go to a private school, but... Yeah. A lot of it comes down to who I'm with. Um, so it'll be like Peter Bennett, and I don't think Bennett's going to be able to go very far in high school. What do you mean? His, he's not doing very well. Emotionally or in school? In school. Okay. Well, there's always help for that. Always help. Um, so so you're going to Washburn High School, and that's a – we you tried to go – we wanted you to go to Southwest. That's where Beckett Southwest. goes, and that's where Nathan's going. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So it'll be a little bit different. Maybe, you know, I don't think you'll transfer during your high school career, probably. No. No. Um, but you chose that you didn't want to go to like a, um, like uh, like to De La Salle or anything like that, right? I didn't want to go to Holy Angels. I was, De La Salle is a good school. 
it's more I'd rather go to a public school mm-hmm. because of hockey. Yeah. But if it had come down to, like, Holy Angels or De La Salle, my ultimate option would be De La Salle because of the education. Holy Angels is closer, but it does not have a widespread of sports. Yeah. I'd still be able to go to the Minnehaha and the Red, the Red Hawks, that, that, like, hockey organization. Yep. Which is still a good organization. Their Zamboni does suck, though. Their um, what? Their Zamboni. Zamboni does suck. We pushed that thing off the ice a couple times, haven't we? <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, it, it's and uh, Truman's going there, right? Truman's going to, to deal sell? Yep. And he's going to uh, play? Yeah, him, Sam Odegaard, and Aiden Preco came to school last Thursday because they had the day off. Okay. And so, I don't know if you know, but me, Aiden Preco, or Katie, had this big game of tag. Really? Fourth grade is when it started. You've been playing tag since fourth grade? Third grade. Wow. You know what it was over? What? Who has to throw the bag of Starburst away? What bag of Starburst? Starburst that I brought to school. In fourth grade? Third grade. Third grade. So I went, I'd like go to Kowalski's and I just buy a bag of Starburst. And I brought them to school. And Aiden Preco was walking down to Kowalski's, so he comes by our house. So was, And then Rory walks down like to Kowalski's and then he moves down towards Dairy Queen. That's where his house is. So we all like walk <laughs> down. We're eating them. And then bag goes out and we just like throwing it at each other like not it. So who has the bag of Starburst right now? Aiden and he and we're all going to different high schools. And so you're always on the lookout for Aiden. Yeah, but I'm not going to see him like at all. Not that you know of until he comes and tags you. Well, yeah, but we've been it the past two years, <laughs> me and Rory. So because COVID stopped a lot of it. Oh, Rory's in the tag tag group as well. well yeah, Rory. Okay, but yeah. he tagged Aiden the, on the th- on Thursday, so now Aiden's it for like the summer. Oh, my goodness. Unless he comes, like, stalking around our house. What, what if he shows up at the lake house? That's, well, our, me and Rory were planning to go to his house this week. Oh, really? But he got him on Thursday, so. Uh-oh. Not good planning on Rory's part. That's not forward thinking. Well, it still ended up the same. That's true. That's true. So so high school is um, is exciting. Mm-hmm. Very. And um, and some, you, you just came back from Washington, D.C. in a school trip. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about that trip and how, how that went. How was that for you? So, first day kind of started. We ate lunch. We had, like, firehouse subs. I had some sub that I ordered, like, a month before, and I had no clue what I was eating. Yeah. A ton of people had Italian subs, and I'm like, why do I have a roast beef sandwich? Just, I don't know why. And then we kind of ended the day just having, I don't even know what we ate for dinner. Oh, we had, like, burgers and brownies and brownies for dessert. Okay. So, I had, a, I had like, a... Spicy chicken sandwich because I sandwich spicy good. You're a big chicken spicy sandwich guy. Spicy chicken sandwich, yeah. yeah. If, if Jimmy John said spicy or spicy chicken sandwiches, I'd eat them. I know uh, Subway now has a spicy buffalo because that's what I had the next day for lunch and some Ann's pretzels. Was that good? It was very good. Food is very good. How was the flight there, by Because that was your first time flying without you, me, and mom. Well, I I had a good flight. It was me, Bennett, and Dominic. I was playing Pokemon the entire time. Uh, And then we had, like, three hours in Chicago. And I was, honestly, I was about to go to, like, Noah's house. I I really (laughs) felt like I could go to Noah's house because we were in Midway. He's, he's like, close to there. He is close. Well, Grandma's closer to Midway. Grandma's. I could go to Grandma's house. You could have went to Grandma's house. Yeah, and then I got, on the way back, I got really scared that I was going to have to, like, we were going to sleep in the airport. 
So I'm like, I pre-texted Uncle Dan. I'm like, we might miss our flight. <laughs> and then like an hour, like the next day, he's like, I just want you to know. And if you called me, I would have said, yes, you could have stayed at our house. Oh. So it's very good to know that. Um, of course it is. I've stayed at Uncle Dan's house before <laughs> in the last minute. Yeah. Also good. Yeah. Uh, but on the, was it, so I said second day, what do we have on dinner? We had like this, no, that was the first day. Where did you go the first day? Uh, Washington Monument, White House. We went by the Capitol, and we like ended the day on the Lincoln Memorial and Korean War Memorial. What's your take on that? What did how did like did you have some predisposed ideas of what Washington D.C. was going to look like? It it felt like more of a tourist spot than like an actual living residence, and a couple things I learned. You mean the White House does? Well, no, just D.C. in general. There's not a lot of people. Yeah, D.C., there's not a lot of people that live in D.C. I shouldn't say there's not a lot of people. There's a fair amount. But, like, when we were going to, like, the baseball game, Mm -hmm. and we were, like, just going to this, like, Ghost and Graveyard thing, which is, like, way out, I saw, like, like, suburban, like, apartments. Mm -hmm. It's, like, the thing down by Kowalski, there was, like, a couple of those. There's, like, a couple, like, actual houses. Yep. And there's no skyscrapers, because what is the height limit in D.C.? Um, 300 feet. 500 feet, excluding the Washington... No, 300 feet, excluding the Washington Monument. So I was right. Yes. Oh, well, good. Did you know that the Washington Monument is actually used in two stones because they had to stop halfway through and they started using it because the foundation had to be stronger than the actual tip? Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, so you can actually see the difference. Oh, visually you can see where it's halfway yeah. up. I'll t- take a look for that. Um. So you, so it was a it was a cool thing. Yeah. So you like you like a lot of good pictures. Yeah. So you liked seeing what Washington D.C. looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, what was a what was if you had to put a, the biggest highlight of of uh, like a, a structure that you saw? What was your favorite thing to see and experience? I don't really know. They all they all like felt the same because there was no like someone talking you through it. Like, hey, this is important. Kind of well, except our driver. Our driver was really nice. His name was Doc. Okay. Really fun. He like uh, Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Uh, just Doc. Okay, just, just Doc. Go, just goes by Doc. He actually taught me what are the two rivers that are in Washington D.C. Potomac and what's the other one? I don't even remember. I just know the Potomac. Oh, okay. <laughs> I always call it the uh, Pontiac River, but could be. Could be. Um. Uh, so Doc was your tour guide. Doc was our tour guide. He was really fun. He was really nice. Is uh, he from D.C.? Uh, he's from the Bronx. Oh, wow. And he lives in D.C. now. Okay. He sleeps on the bus. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know where he lives. Uh, but he would, like, go out to dinner, and I, like, give him a... I gave him, like, half my brownie the first day. There you go. It. Bribing your, uh, bribing your <laughs> guide. That's a good thing. I may have gotten a couple of treats while I was still there. You never know when you're going to need a little, um, need uh, a little extra. Yep. Uh, second day, though, we uh, spent... We, Second day was Wednesday. Second day was Wednesday. Uh, that one, we went to the FDR Memorial, and we went to this, like, kind of, like, underground uh, mall. It wasn't really a mall. It was just, like, a food court. Mm-hmm. And I met this kid named Owen. Okay. I don't even remember what his last name is. I know his name was Owen. It looks a lot like Beckett. I showed you the picture. Yeah. I, I don't know why Beckett says it doesn't look like him. Well, because Beckett thinks that just because he's redhead that you think that he's a yeah, redhead. I know, I know. That. And that, and I get that because uh, that can be very sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but you think they look alike, and there's and there's nothing wrong with that. Their noses are so similar, <laughs> and the freckles are like in the same spot. Yeah, there you and go. It, and everyone kept calling me a ginger, which was so mean. Calling you a ginger? They, kept, they said I was a ginger. 
that's, is there anything wrong with that? They said I was half ginger. Which is there anything no wrong sense. with that either? No. It's made no sense. How am I half ginger? I don't know. You have strawberry blonde hair. My hair's brown. I was like brown, dirty blonde. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh, I met this kid named Owen. We had some and pretzels. And then I... Where's they, Owen from a different school, though, right? He was from St. Hubert. Okay. And so we spent... So there was Subway. That's yep. where I got the spicy buffalo sandwich. Mm-hmm. So it was literally buffalo chicken in a sandwich. And it was so good. It was it was like it was spicy, but like it was good. Okay. And so... So a spicy buffalo chicken sandwich is spicy? Yep. Yep. Is that, but, is that, is that that's your mm-hmm, main description mm-hmm. of it? Yeah. So okay. I spent, so the, the line was long. Line was long. So okay. I was in the line for like five minutes. I ordered my sandwich online so I didn't have to wait. And I got it faster than like half, half the people did who were like in front of me. Okay. And so then I let someone else take my spot. His name is Tony. He's pretty nice. He's on Duncan McKinley's team. Okay. In Eden Prairie. They won the champion. They won the one that we got third place in. Oh, the be uh, yeah, they um, beat the Edina. Oh, wow! Which which is really nice. Since Edina beat awesome. us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duncan's really nice. Tony kind of sucks. I played him. He, like he's not, but good. he's not very good on the skates. Oh, and he kept bragging that he had trophies, even though <laughs> I hit him many times. Well, keep him keep him humble, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I wait in this line, you know, and I get my sandwich, but I don't get my sandwich. Sandwich is done, and I sit there for maybe five minutes. Waiting for this lady because she's like, you order online? And I'm like, yes, I ordered online. I I was just, she's like, did you order online? And I was like, yes, I ordered online. So I wait there, five minutes, she's getting up a piece of her subs. And I see my sub, like, on this side, and, like, she's just, like, she has to give it to me. I can't yep. just take it and run. Nope. And, and then, like, after that, I'm like, do you know when my sandwich is going to get here? And she's like, is your name Colton? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> And she's like, spicy buffalo? And I'm like, yeah. And she gives me my sandwich. And then I sit down. And Owen looks at me. He's like, you you waited five minutes. And Tony, who is like standing right there, got his sandwich before I did. Even <laughs> though my sandwich was prepared before half the other ones. Other kids were. That got me really frustrated. Oh, that's funny. And then on the next day, no, the same day, um, we went to the Tomb of the Hidden Soldier. And Tomb we, of the Unknown Soldier. Unknown soldier. Not hidden soldier. He is hidden. You can't see him. <laughs> <laughs> Different. Um, the unknown soldier. And we, uh, and I was, I, we went, I just walked with him the entire time. I just walked with Owen the entire time, so. That's cool that you found a friend from a different school. I mean, that's a, mm-hmm. like, I think when you go on a trip like that, it's about, mm-hmm. you know, it's about, like, learning new things, kind of testing your boundaries. Were there mm-hmm. any times where you felt like um, you were doing something that you hadn't done before? That like without me and mom being there and you kind of being on your own. Uh, I ordered food online. Done that before. Okay, you ordered food online. <laughs> um, but you were responsible kind of for a lot of your own things, weren't you? Yeah. Like your own time, what you wanted to do with yourself. How was it staying in a hotel? Uh, I was fine. I was with Ike and Nolan. I I gave up my bed, so I wasn't the one sleeping alone. But Ike said he would a lot. He'd rather sleep with Nolan. So you slept on a couch? I slept on a bed. Okay. The beds were tiny. Really? So you had two people sleeping on like not even a, like the, a size between full and like twin. Wow. So so like I slept in I slept with Beckett in the full size bed. Yeah. And that's fine because we go we go head and feet head yep. and feet. 
Normally I'd get the head. <laughs> um, as long as you wash your feet, that's fine. Well, yeah, I do. Okay, just checking. You're wearing socks. <laughs> I know. I wash my feet. I would take a shower every day. <laughs> take your socks off. I know. Well, at least you don't want to sleep with your socks yeah. on. Uh, but a big thing was Owen and Becky had a very similar personalities. That's why I felt like I clicked with him right away. Because like, I could talk about things that I've talked with Beckett mm-hmm. about like similar topics. He's on the Chaska Chan tennis team. He's on their tennis team. Okay. So I like I talk, I said, love, love. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so like he he was on the tennis team. So I that was another thing that was very similar to him and Beckett. He's on their high school tennis team, and he's not even in the high school yet. So just more reasons why they are just, why they're the same, mm-hmm. not just their hair color. Not just their hair color. Well, that's good. I mean, it's it's important to know that, and but you can see where Beckett might be a little bit defensive on that. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of shifting again. Um, part of what we're doing here is I'm I'm talking with you because I want to at some point in time go back and remember mm-hmm. you and I being in this point. Yeah, that's important for me. Um, so tell me a little bit about what it's like to be a big brother. And what it's like right now to be a big brother to to Julian in London. Is there differences? Or like, is there differences relating with each one of them? Is, do you have different feelings about them? Or tell me a little bit about that. Well, with Julian, it's like uh, no, uh, with Julian, it feels a little different because I've lived with him since I was two. Mm-hmm. In the same room, you mean? Same room. It's like so, in this room right here. This room right here. I know your names are on the wall. <laughs> And so it, it like feels a little tough, like trying to, it feels a little tough when he, when I try and connect and he has like felt like fallen away. Like I try and talk to him about like hockey and I try to be nice and I try and like keep a connection, but then then him like being by himself a lot in his room, it just kind of spreads us more apart. Do you think it'd be better if you two were in the same room again? No. That'd be difficult. That'd be definitely worse. That'd be worse. Yeah, twin size bunk beds right here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> adult bunk beds. Uh, You'd buy one of those. You would. What's the hardest part about being a big brother to Julian? When I ask him to, like, when I ask him once, like, on a, like, on a calm level, and I'm like, hey, just say no before mom and dad get home, could you take out the recycling? Okay. And you text me 10 minutes before you guys leave. Hey, we're coming home. And I'm like, I like call it to you and I'm like, hey, can you take out the recycling? And he's like, yep. And he's like, he just stays down there the entire time. And then I don't, I don't want to be the person who like inept and just like goes and takes it out and make them feel bad. Yeah. Cause that, that when, when sometimes when you put the trash bag in, it like makes me feel really bad about myself. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I was just trying to help. Uh, well, cause like when, cause then sometimes I think you're going to do it and then you don't. Cause like when, like yesterday, you're like, trash bag and I'm like okay and then I'm like I, I like put I'm like in that in my head and I got and I'm like doing all this I'm like trying to turn all my stuff off and it keeps going and then you're like trash bag and then and then I'm like okay and then I like and I'm like no no the first time I'm like oh trash bag you did it and then I then you say it again and I'm like oh shoot I was supposed to do that yeah what is the uh what's the best thing about being a big brother to Julian we, we like we feel the same about each other like he knows how i can feel i know how he can feel that's how like we push each other's buttons but it always like we always will come out positive inevitably yeah that's mm-hmm. good how about what's the hardest part about being a big brother to london 
um, she, she feels like it, it, it she, she gets kind of like too attached and I don't feel like I have my own space. She feels like she's on you all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I, that might feel, that might be what it feels to Julian. Like when I try and talk to him and like get, and like try and like talk with him and it feels like that might be what it feels to him. Mm-hmm. But with London, she kind of has the, someone needs to be in the same room. Because she, she has separation anxiety, which I'm assuming she gets from mom. Maybe, yeah. Because most twins have separation anxiety, and that does get passed on to their little ones. Oh, okay. Where'd you read that, Dr. Phil? Uh, where do you think? <laughs> on the internet. Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Jeez. That's the book you just finished, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, what's the best part about being a big brother to London? You always have, the, you always have someone like sitting right next to you. Just having a constant, it's like kind of, kind of just mm-hmm. always knowing that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. But and that can be overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. So it's both a positive and a negative. And I could go downstairs, pick her up, flip her upside down, and all she would do is like hit my knee and be like, "Stop!" <laughs> and then she'd give me a hug. <laughs> She's good about that, isn't she? Yeah. She can. Uh, it's. I'm sure it's hard for her too. You know, being. <laughs> you okay? Allergies. Yeah. Hurts. Ants. It's, lemonade. Lemonade's oh, bad you for you. Ants at school today. Tell oh, me about yeah. that. Okay. What is this? Okay. First of all, I learn about this by seeing a because I chaperone <laughs> Julian's field trip, and I see a poster on the wall of you <laughs> and Rory and Rory, <laughs> a, and it said an ants versus lemonade contest. All right. Tell me what this is about, and why on God's green earth did you eat ants? Well, it's not the ants part. I eat my boogers probably like. What? You don't? No, I'm not saying I... No, I don't, actually. <laughs> but, okay, so... If, if, if I don't have, a like, a quick place to... You uh, eat your boogers? <laughs> cold. If I don't... If, I, if I'm not in, like, touching range of a tissue or, like... That is the grossest thing in the world. I would wipe the... It's like, it's like if you... You know I, the things you spit out of your mouth? You go, like... <laughs> it's like if you just swallowed that. Okay, it's, it's, it's different if you're just sucking them back in. Versus picking them out. I suck them back in okay. for like an hour. Okay. But I get like excessive you, boogers. You, so, so just so I understand this right, are you telling me you pick your nose and then eat the booger off your hand? Yes. <laughs> like, I wash my hands. Oh my God. That is the most <laughs> disgusting thing I've ever heard about you ever. And I've watched you for 14 years ago. That is, I, I, I can, I'm not going to get this out of my head. Oh. I can't wait till you like I'm like 22 and Okay you, like, moving on beyond the boogers uh, I can't wait till I'm like 22 And you like give me back to this And I'm, I'm gonna, like I'm gonna be I telling you boogers? about What? I'm gonna be telling you about this And I'm gonna be telling you how this is This is gonna come up at some point in time When you're really not gonna want it to be Yep um, <laughs> So 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 why the, why the ants? What's, what's the whole thing? They why weren't the ants? ants They were like frozen flies So they weren't live Okay. They were dead. Like house flies or tsetse flies or I don't know. Like they flies? were very small. They had wings. That's all I knew. Fruit flies. I, mean, they were, I don't think they're fruit flies. Okay. So some sort of insect. Some sort of insect. They didn't taste that bad. Hardest part for me was swallowing the lemonade because you can't chug lemonade like you can chug water. Okay. So I kept asking if I could have water because lemonade really upsets my stomach. Yeah. So back to the ants thing. I don't know why Mr. Friends did that. She's like forcing us to eat. We can't just say no. 
all of us consecutively because if there's three people who want to do it. What was the reason for it? What brought it up? Okay, so in past years, probably the first one was uh, Mr. Friends does these. This was the first year he was here. We'd normally have um, lunch advisory, which is like 20 minutes after lunch where you read and do whatever Mm -hmm. before classes start again. Because um, it was like 45 minutes instead of like 55 minutes. Okay. And we now only have three-minute passing times instead of five-minute passing times. So Mr. Friends came up with this idea. And since there were two eighth-grade classes, this is the only, like, year we've ever had two classes. And this was, like, Ethan Preco, uh, whatever her twin's name. I don't remember her sister. His sister's name was. Um, I know Ethan because he was my fourth-grade buddy. Okay. Uh, and then there was, like, Theo Buffington. There was, like, Connor Cady. They had 23 kids, so they split the classes between Mr. Chavez's room and Mr. Friends' room. And the seventh graders got diverted into Miss Hartney's room that year. Okay. So some things that they did were, like, wiffle ball. They'd play mm-hmm. wiffle ball between the classes. Okay. Some things they did were, like, they did a kickball once. Uh, they did, like, there was, a like, a straight-up chugging, ch- chugging water one. Okay. And that was the first year. Next year, I was in fifth grade, Hartney versus Chavez. So seventh and eighth. Mm-hmm. So that cl- that class graduated. So now it's back to one class per grade. I'm in fifth grade, so I can now watch these because normally they have to hap- happened during lunch advisory, and we'd still be at recess. So that so if I'm understanding right, this is a long standing long standing thing, and this didn't happen for two years because sixth grade, COVID. Seventh grade, we couldn't mix classes. So it's a tr- so swallowing this fruit is, flies and lemonade is a tradition. No, it's not a tradition because it kind of sprouted from. On uh, sixth grade, we did sour drinks. We did like butter soda, like a ton. Ugh. If you start, have you seen you know Julian talks about like Vat nineteen? Mm-hmm. They have like butter soda, dirt soda, <sighs> lemonade or like lemonade soda. Well, I think that's just lemonade. I don't even know. But there's Dirt a of, soda? Yeah, and there's ranch soda. Oh, God. PB&J <laughs> soda? That's what I said. I don't like flavored okay, okay. drinks. We need to take a left turn. You're, you can, we start, we're eating boogers. You're having ranch soda. Let's just, I'm, I'm going to throw up a little bit here in my mouth. This the is, hardest part about drinking the flies yeah. was taking down all of the lemonade because I can't have, like, lemonade. Because lemonade is, one, hard to chug. Because okay. of all the, like, it's not Acid like... Acid in it? Yeah. And I don't really like the taste of it. No, huh? No. Okay. Was it cold or was it room temperature? It was uh, between the two. But okay. not, but like... But it wasn't, like, iced cold. down? No. So... And it ended up, and this whole thing ended up being a tie, is that correct? Yes! Because no one wussed out. Okay. Well, that's, um... I guess that's both a positive and a negative. Yeah. Now I'm going right. to have to take four of these because no one else in our class wanted to. I took two, which was super hard on my stomach, and I can still feel it. Yeah. So I had the large and, like, a small. Dominic had three larges, a medium, and, like, a small. And there's, like, still flies in my teeth. Gross. You should go brush your teeth. I know. I'm going to at 9 o'clock. Okay. Well, it's almost bedtime here, so. Um, Colbert, being your dad is one of my favorite things in the world. You know that, right? Yep. Yeah, I just wanted you to know that I have that you have grown up to be a really good person. Oh. And even though I ride you sometimes pretty hard and I and I know that I expect a lot out of you that you make me proud every day. And 
I love you very much. And this is very special to me. And I'm excited to see you move on to high school. I'm excited to see the things that are going to come up in your life next. And um, I just want to say thank you for being such a great kid. Thank you, too. All right, buddy. Great dad. I love you. I love you, too. So insincere. (laughs) All right. Thanks. Love you, too. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, hopefully we didn't gross you out too much. <laughs> I kind of went off the rails there for a little bit, um, but like I said, this was a, a way for me to really kind of lock in a period of time with uh, my son Cole, and to go back someday and listen to this and. Maybe have him listen to it and maybe reflect on how weird he was at that point in time. But hey, you know what? Aren't we all just a little odd at the age of 14? And that's kind of by design. So um, thank you for being part of uh, our our podcast. Thanks for uh, listening to everything that we do. And thanks for just kind of sharing my life with me. Um, We'll be back again with Gabby and uh, more awesome guests who are not my children. And um, until then, just be a little bit better.